Welcome back to another week's edition of Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM920. The answer. What's happened in the Atlanta real estate market over the last seven days as the market finally losing steam that it's had for the majority of 2020, certainly after May of 2020. What is something you should know about Atlanta this week in that segment? We're focusing on the Georgia Aquarium. We want everybody who lives in Atlanta to know everything they should know about everything that makes Atlanta awesome. And is there reason for everyone to have a little bit of concern about recent forbearance activity? Could it show up in the market <clears throat> sometime next year? My name is Cleve Gaddis. You're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio, where we help listeners go from real estate novices to real estate experts so home selling and buying can be done with total confidence. And without all the worry, typical with life's biggest investments, we want to connect with you. The way to do that is easy. Go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S, radio.com. You can ask questions, which we'd love to answer on the air. We can also answer them offline as well. You can make comments, push back, share ideas if you want to. You can request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight, which, uh, by the way, Jay from Sandy Springs actually requested his neighborhood be featured in the spotlight, and we're going to feature that one in the fourth segment of the show. You can also subscribe to our podcast. It's available on all major platforms, uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. It's available on all different podcasts, and we love for you to be a subscriber. So go to Go Gaddis Radio, scroll down to the bottom. You'll see where you can sign up for our podcast. You can click on the links and go straight over to the actual podcast. So we'd love to have you there. For the last several months, and really since actually, gosh, we've probably been doing this now for six or seven months, we've been focusing on the market activity for the prior week because we're looking for trends. Is the market gaining in strength? Is it slowing down? Are prices picking up? What's going on? Last week, in the last seven days, there were 1,316 new listings. That's about 275 listings a day if you consider them five days a week. That's still moving in the right direction, very strong. 669 home sellers decreased their price in the last seven days. We have lots of discussion every week about why that is so important and why I always want to mention the number of homes that have had a price decrease, and that's because there's almost 700 people in Metro Atlanta last week in the last seven days who have admitted to the market that they might be a little more motivated than they thought they were, meaning we were as motivated at, at, to list the house at 300000 and now we are motivated to list the house at 289900 And that could be an indication for you as a buyer, if you're trying to find a motivated seller to buy the home from, that that's where you need to focus. And I bring up seller motivation only because that's what determines whether or not a seller is willing to be flexible. If you get a seller who is trying to test the market, if you will, trying to see just exactly how high they can get the prices or the price of their home, and but they're okay staying in the home, well, then getting that seller to agree to your terms is almost impossible, meaning the only way to buy a house from somebody who is not really truly motivated and doesn't have a particular deadline and a reason to get out, the only way to buy something from them is to agree to whatever terms they want. But these 669 homeowners are indicating to the market that they might be more motivated than other people, which means if you, even if that home didn't fit every single specific criteria you were looking for, but with some easy, easy modifications, you could make it fit your criteria, maybe it would be worth going and taking a look at those homes. If you are actively trying to buy a home <clears throat> and your real estate agent is not showing you all of the homes in your geographic area 
that have price decreases every single week, I will tell you, you need to talk to that agent and you need to make sure they're giving you the information you need because this might be the best way for you to find a home that nobody else is lining up to buy and that you might maybe have to make a couple little modifications, but you can certainly do that to customize a house for yourself. So 669 homes with a price decrease. Sorry, I belabored on that subject a little bit. Hopefully that information was helpful for, for you. 1,423 homes went under contract. That's almost 300 homes a day, five days a week for the last seven days there. And 2,254 closings took place. 2,254, my guess is that December uh, will wind up being a little stronger month relative to all the other months of the year in 2020 than it typically is. And December is typically a very strong month. Atlanta's a big relocation market. So you've got a lot, got lots and lots of home buyers <coughs> who are being relocated to Atlanta to work for some big or small or medium-sized corporation. And they need to report to work, you know, with the new budget in January or February of next year. And so there's a lot of people out looking for homes and who close on homes in the month of December. And I will tell you that anybody who's out looking at homes this time of year, uh, you can uh, bet your bottom dollar that they are serious about looking for houses because I don't think I've ever met a man who wanted to be drug around looking at houses uh, over Christmas time where all kinds of other fun stuff was going on if they had any choices to do anything else. So long story short, the market is still nice and strong. If you're looking to sell your home, now might be a good time. If you're looking to buy a home, as long as you're working with somebody who can help you understand in advance whether or not you're going to be facing multiple offers and can also help you understand how to win in those multiple offer situations. And as part of our Sure Home Buying system, we have an exclusive process that we go through to help you structure your offer so it stands out to the seller. So even if they get 10 offers, wouldn't it be awesome to know that your offer was going to stick out like a sore thumb, meaning it was just going to speak to the seller. You would be singing the same tune that the seller was singing. Well, our winning strategies for multiple offer situations will do exactly that for you. If you want some information on it, go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. You don't have to be a client of ours to get it help from us in structuring a multiple offer. Uh, if you know you're going to be at structuring an offer in a multiple offer situation, write to us. Click on the, uh, the uh, Contact Us link. Send us an email. It'll come straight to me. I'll make sure and get back to you. According to a study by Black Knight, which is a real estate data firm, they also own a lot of the listing services in Georgia, I mean, excuse me, in the United States, the number of loans going into forbearance increased 40,000 over the past week. So there were more than 40,000 first-time starts over the past week. 40,000 people applied for a mortgage forbearance program, which is the highest number of first-time starts since the beginning of September. So September, October, November, and now into December, the numbers had been falling every single week. And now the number of people applying for forbearance has begun to spike again. And so I only bring this up because... 5.2% of all conventional loans were in forbearance as of December the 8th. <clears throat> excuse me, 5.2% of all residential loans, excuse me, I gave you some bad information. 3.5% of GSE loans, listen to this, almost 10%, or 9.3% of FHA and VA loans, and 5.1% of portfolio loans. The FHA and VA loans, that's a little bit problematic when you get 1 in 10 of those loans that are in forbearance. We certainly need to keep an eye on that. I am not saying that I think 
that the loans that are in forbearance are going to affect negatively uh, the market, the real estate market in Atlanta, Georgia uh, in 2021, because I don't believe the government is going to make the same mistakes that it made the last time we had a foreclosure crisis, meaning if somebody is going to possibly lose a home, the government is going to do everything they can to help that homeowner stay in that home, and that'll provide more market stability. And this is Cleves predicting. I certainly have not talked to our new president and his administration to understand whether or not that's something that they will be promoting, but I can almost promise you whoever is president, they will be promoting stability in terms of home ownership. Also, a lot of people in the United States have a ton of equity in their homes. Over 40% of people have 100% equity in their homes, meaning they owe them free and clear. And 13% of the people in the United States have less than 10% equity in their home. When you get somebody that has 20, 30, 40% equity, they'll fight hard to keep that home. And I think you'll see a lot more stability in the market because of it. If you're looking to sell your home anytime in the next six months, I invite you to explore how we could help you sell your house for $28,000 more than your neighbor. I know it sounds like BS, but it's not. Our customized maximum value plan and rehab refresh program are designed to, number one, help you understand where value might exist in your home that is not obvious to anybody else that would come out and look at value. It's a proprietary process we use that helps us understand just how high we can push the market. And then we have our rehab and refresh program, which means your listing with us could potentially come with up to $15,000 in budget to make some cosmetic enhancements to the house to make your house stand out and make the first buyer who sees it want to buy it. Go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S, radio.com. Click on Sell Your Home for uh, $28,000 more. Put in a little information, and we will follow back up with you uh, very, very quickly. This segment of the show is brought to you by Capital City Home Loans and John Birchfield. John makes it his mission to guide each homebuyer step-by-step through the entire loan process so they are educated and confident in the mortgage options available, and he wants you to make the best decisions along the way. The way to reach John, or the best way, is uh, 678-226-7887. This week in our Here's Something You Should Know About Metro Atlanta, we got the Georgia Aquarium. More than 22 million guests have visited the Georgia Aquarium. It, by the way, is down on Baker Street in downtown Atlanta. At the opening of the aquarium, the Guinness Book of World Records certified that the Georgia Aquarium had more aquatic life than any other aquarium at the time. We've had guests from all 50 states, 143 countries, and six continents. Volunteers collectively serve between 9,000 and 13,000 hours a month, and volunteers have given more than 1.6 million hours of their time. Each year, the Georgia Aquarium Commissary prepares more than 500,000 pounds of food for the animals, one and a half White Houses could fit into the 84,000 square foot AT&T Dolphin Tales Gallery, and the theater's impressive viewing window is a link. Listen to this: of two football fields. Each minute, Georgia Aquarium's life support system filters more than 170,000 gallons of water. Collectively, the four whale sharks at the Georgia Aquarium, and I think the Georgia Aquarium is the only aquarium in North America that is home to manta rays and whale sharks, which are the largest fish in the world. But collectively, the four whale sharks at Georgia Aquarium weigh 47,000 pounds collectively. When we come back in our second segment, we've got Mitch Palm of Smart Numbers, excuse me, Smart Real Estate Data, Mitch Palm of Smart Real Estate Data, who's going to be discussing months of supply, how prices are skyrocketing, rocketing, what's happening in the fall and winter market, and is it making up for a lackluster spring, builder confidence, and we're going to discuss the effects of mortgage rates 
on home buyers' desire to buy. We're going to take a break, but stick with us because we'll be back. <laughs> 